This is a podcast from Cambridge Assessment. For more downloads, visit cambridgeassessment.org.uk. I'm Beth Black. I'm from the Research and Technical Standards team in OCR. Tim Gill. I'm a Research Officer from the Cambridge Assessment Research Division. I'm Chung Park Cheung, a Statistical Manager from Research and Technical Standards OCR. Well, thank you very much, the three of you, for talking to the Cambridge Assessment podcast series here today. We're looking at what's going on with students taking GCSEs early is getting a GCSE or two in year 10 or 11 a good thing? Now, Beth, we'll start with you. We're not going to race to the conclusion before we've asked you, why are you looking at early entrance now? Well, we noticed that after the removal of the key stage three test, big increase in entry for early entry. By that, I mean entry in year nine and year 10 and partway through year 11 rather than at the end of year 11. We noticed a big increase in this early entry to the move of the key stage 3 test. So we're quite interested in what happens to these candidates and whether they do as well as they might do if they're entered before the notional ideal age. And it's quite a complex database to study, isn't it? Because you're looking at early entrance for GCSE, early entrance for A-levels, and then whether they come from state schools or whether they come from independent schools, so quite a complex mix. Yes, it's very complicated and there's some trends data, you know, differences between 2009, 2010, 2011. Because the entry is going up, it's likely that schools are adopting slightly different strategies in terms of who they think should have a go early. And are the reasons, for instance, if I was a teacher, I might say to a child, whether at GCSE or A-levels, a student, well, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, just take some of the difficult subjects like English, English literature, maths, perhaps a science subject early. Or I might say to them, well, get that one out of the way. You might get a C grade, but then you'll have more time to study the others. It's, it's always difficult to know when we've got a data set exactly what's going on behind it. But I think There's quite a clear indication that the very able students are being entered early, sort of fast-tracked through. And there's also an indication that these very borderline CD candidates are also being entered, so they've got multiple bites at the cherry. And this plays into the whole accountability agenda of those candidates needing a grade C, both for themselves but also for their centre's statistics. But the key question for all of them is, if you enter a student early, do they maximise their chances? That's always a difficult one to answer because we never know how those particular candidates would have done had they entered at the normal age. But what it seems to be is that for the highest ability candidates in terms of prior attainment at key stage two, the A star, A and B grades are lower than those who took it at the normal time. C grades tend to be increased. So it can increase your chances? depends what grade you're after. But that's why schools are having a go. Definitely. And the trend is increasing. There's an increasing entry in English and maths in particular, yes. Chongpak, can we come to you? Because you've studied these data sets. What did you study and how did you go about it? I've studied the pupils taking the OCR GCSE exams in two subjects, English and mathematics, because they are the most popular subjects where the early entries most in, in our data. So if we look at GCSE English? It's around 40,000 candidates taking our exam, OCR GCSE exams, and 30,000 candidates taking English literature. And for the English, we have a quarter of entries were early entries. But for English literature, only 5% of them were early entries. And what about maths? Oh, maths was another story. 
In 2010, the proportion of early entries was 30%, but in 2012, double, 60%. And do we know how they perform, the students, when they enter examinations early? Oh yes, we do have their results, both the early entries and the normal entries pupils. And what do the results show us? Basically, for all the subjects we are studying, normal entrants perform better than the early entrants. So that's true at all grades and in all those three subjects? Basically at the top grades, A star, A, B, basically at top grades. If you're going to get a top grade, wait for the right year. Yeah, most likely. Tim, if, if we come on to you now, tell me a little bit about the early entry patterns. Well, I was looking at picture nationally, so I was using the National Pupil Database to look at this data, and what I found was that between 2009 and 2011, we had very large increases in early entry in English and maths in particular. You had a large increase. But if we have a look, did the people who took those exams early do well? And was there a difference between the independent and the state sector? In general, candidates who entered early for GCSEs in either English or maths perform less well in terms of the percentage getting at least a grade A. And But this wasn't the case when looking at the percentage getting a grade C. There wasn't much difference between whether you entered early or whether you entered at the normal time. In terms of different schools, got data on how many entries there were, but not on how well. And, and what about, are the independent schools entering people early? Not as much as the comprehensives. It's quite a significant difference, actually. Comprehensive schools were much more likely to enter students early for, for GCSEs. Do you think there's a reason behind that? And is that reason borne out by the statistics? Well, I mean, this is just speculation, but I think... It could be that the pressure of league tables for comprehensive schools means that they're trying to give their candidates the best chance to get a grade C, perhaps by entering them early and giving them another chance to reset, whereas there's less pressure in independent schools to do that, so perhaps they can feel as though they can wait until the ideal time. You also looked at other subjects, didn't you? The sciences too. Was there a difference between the sciences and, say, English, English literature, maths? The only analysis I did here was to look at uptake and performance in science A-levels for candidates who entered maths early on the hypothesis that they might not do as well because of the high mathematical content of the science A-levels. But I didn't find that to be the case. In fact, in the sciences, candidates entering in junior year 10 at GCSE were most likely to do well at A-level in, in the science subjects. Well, per- perhaps if we take you through your summary now, your GCSE performance, just give us the one-liner about that. Candidates who entered early at GCSE in English and Maths were less likely to get a grade A or better than candidates who entered at the usual time, but candidates entering early were not less likely to get a grade C or better. And then the second one, A-level uptake... What's the evidence there? Basically, there isn't any evidence that candidates who entered early were less likely to go on to take an A-level in the subject. In fact, I think it was the candidates who entered at the time who were least likely to go on to take the A-level. A-level performance. Surely, entering early, you just get ahead and you can do better? Well, what I found was that candidates who entered early were not less likely to perform well at A-level in the subject. In fact, for those that entered in junior year 10 in maths were more likely to do well in maths A-level or indeed the science A-levels as well. Chungpak, you said that scrapping of key stage three tests gave rise to a large proportion of early entries in past years. Uh, this is the, one of the reasons, we're guessing, that why the early entries numbers going up quite quickly in, in the past years. Read your second conclusion to us. GCSE grade outcome of normal entry candidates was better than that of early entry pupils. And then your next one? 
On resetting the receipts, serve good chances for early entry pupils to improve their grades. And your last one? There is a significant impact on brightest pupils at Key Stage 2 when they enter GCSE exams early. You need a larger data set. Do you think that we don't know enough about this? For the new specs, because they just came in last year, so we need more data to analyse the impact of the early entries. Well, Beth, as we might have discovered from listening to those two in-depth studies, you said the story isn't clear yet. You know that early entries are on the increase. We know that they vary between the independent and state sector too, because Tim has told us. We're not quite sure if it's a good or a bad thing. I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because the DfE research um, that was published two years ago now took us to a point where it looked like GCSE early entry was singularly a bad thing, especially for you know high-ability students. Our data's not so clear. I mean, yes, they're not doing as well A star to B, but in terms of Tim's work on the National Pupil Database, where we've looked at their uptake when they go on to A-level and their performance at A-level, we see they're doing okay, actually. In fact, in maths... It's the very earliest entry who are doing best of all in maths against their prior attainment in GCSE. So there's some mixed information going on and it all depends on what strategies schools are adopting when they're choosing who to enter early. And why do you think there's a difference between the state sector and independent sector? Can you give us a reason? We can only speculate and some of the comments from members of the audience gives us some insight, I think. So we had one member of the audience who talked about a culture of, of constant assessment in school where his children are and I've I've heard this as a common story the implication is here they're drilling students for exams in state schools in independent schools where their candidates are maybe higher ability likely to get better grades they don't feel such a need to drill and they can wait until those candidates take those exams in the normal time in year 11. Do you think it's true one member of the audience said that that if schools pick the right candidates then they do do well early so if you were an independent school, it might be contrary evidence we're looking at to what Tim said, because you might actually pick your brightest pupil to go into the exams early and, and to get to university early even. Absolutely. And all our data can show us is, are these kind of big trends in terms of kind of individual student decisions. It's very difficult to know. But certainly the data says that some candidates who had a level five and key stage two go on to get an A star in GCSE, and they go on to get an A-star at A-level, definitely. So it's not a simple story? Not a simple story at all. We do know those trends keep increasing, is that right? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the increases from 2009 to 2011 were, were very large in English and maths. We don't know yet whether this is going to continue into the future, but we'll, we'll see. Clearly, if I was thinking of entering a student early for an exam, or if I was a student thinking of entering early for exam, I've really got to dig down and study the data before I would know if I would do better, because that's the key question. Will I do better if I enter an exam early? Well, the data only really tells us about probabilities. It doesn't tell us about, you know, an individual candidate and their motivation. And, and for schools themselves, does it help them sort of clear the decks, if you like, and give kids a chance to have a, a go at fewer subjects? and perhaps do better in those by getting out of the way one early that they might not do as well in. That's something we could potentially look at, to look at those kids that have you know, banked GCSEs at the end of year 10, whether taking fewer in year 11, they've done better than they might have done.
against normal trajectories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be a very interesting, very interesting study. We don't know where this will go. We've got some big changes coming up policy-wise for GCSE reform and accountability measures. GCSE is becoming linear, so 100% terminal. This might have an impact on whether schools want to enter their candidates early because candidates will have to do the whole qualification rather than bite-sized bits and keep topping up. That might reduce early entry. However, it might not because pressure to get a grade C in English and maths will still be huge. And and the interesting thing for me as a journalist is that that the trend is happening outside of you, the exam board. You're not encouraging. It's just happening from the grassroots up. We we don't encourage early entry. I mean, as an assessment agency, we put our qualifications on the website and people choose what to do with them, which can at times be frustrating. But it's certainly something we're interested in and we try to stay close to how centres are using our qualifications at different points in student careers. Well, Beth Black, Chong Park and Tim Gill. Thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Assessment podcast series here today, looking at what's going on with students taking GCSEs early. Is getting a GCSE or two in year nine or ten a good thing? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a podcast from Cambridge Assessment. For more downloads, visit cambridgeassessment.org.uk.